0: Today is a very big day. It is the very first edition of the Weight Loss 101 podcast. This is a podcast for people that are pre-op, post-op. Maybe you're a supportive family member and you're trying to understand a little more about bariatric surgery, meaning sleeve gastrectomy, gastric bypass, the lap band, and some of the other procedures that are new on the market. Now, you can follow us on Instagram at Weight Loss 101 blog. We love to hear from you on Twitter at Weight Loss 101 blog as well. Our website My website is weightloss101.wordpress.com. My name is Sarah. I had bariatric surgery, not once, but twice. I had the sleeve gastrectomy in 2007 and I had some reflux that I dealt with so I had to revise to gastric bypass in 2014. I have an expert in with me today for our very first podcast. One of the biggest things after you start losing weight after surgery is going shopping. You've got this new body, and sometimes it could be a challenge. I can tell you from experience that prepare to cry in the dressing room, but not the way you cried when you were 350 pounds. You're going to cry those tears of joy when you slide up those regular size 16 Old Navy jeans, and you're not in the plus size section anymore. So that's my first tip for you. I've got Heather fur. in with me. Heather is a fashion expert. She's also worked at many different clothing retail places and helped dress people and help them pick out clothes that work best for their body. Hey, Heather, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi. So, my, my favorite type of customer was always the weight loss customer, the person who had just shed a bunch of pounds simply because they were so excited to, you know, start their, their new journey as who they were now. And just to hear the stories that made your whole day as someone who worked in retail to be able to help them feel good about themselves again.
0: And it could be a bit overwhelming after you lose that weight and you walk into a store that maybe you really didn't shop in. And then you walk in and it's like a deer in headlights. All these different jeans. Skinny jeans. High-waisted jeans. Crop jeans. Ankle jeans. Ponty pants. Like... yeah.
1: That was something, you know, you hear a lot definitely. I was never able to shop here before, but I always loved the clothes. I always loved to watch it from the window. But I was never able to shop here because you guys just didn't have my size. And so when they had their weight loss surgery, they would come in and suddenly begin to shop there but they they didn't know where to start. I mean when you're shopping in plus size sections everything has the same kind of cut and shape to be very feature flattering for those who have a little bit extra going on but in in regular stores there's a lot of different variety and things are cut very differently for different people. My, My specialty was in Ann Taylor Loft when I worked there the way that they separated things out in petites and regulars and knowing really what worked for who and what wouldn't work for who and being able to kind of tell by looking at somebody what would fit them and what wouldn't because it's a little bit hard to ask a lady what your size is so we we always try to avoid being offensive in that in that way
0: and then sometimes if you've lost weight recently you might not even know what your size is you might still think you're the size 24 that you were six months ago and 70 pounds ago when in fact now you're a size 12. Jean shopping was
1: the the definitely the hardest thing for these ladies to understand that you know you you are a size 12 you're not an 18 you're not a a 32 anymore. You can wear those and they don't look bad. I think there's the hurdle in your mind to get over what you looked like before and what you look like now. Oh yeah. Because you have that image of what you looked like as that larger size trying to fit into the smaller
0: clothes, but you don't necessarily look like that anymore. Yeah, your brain actually needs time to catch up and process. That in the mirror, that's what I look like. That 350 pound person I was so used to all those years, that person is gone now. And jeans... Oh, jeans are so frustrating. You go into one store and you might be one size, but you go into another store and you might be two sizes larger. One store that frustrates me, although I would love to shop there, H&M. Even their biggest size jeans do not fit me. Well, H&M are, you have to
1: understand, retailers are geared toward different age demographics. H&M is always going to be skewed towards a younger demographic. And they might have that demographic being shorter legs or, especially if they're young to teens, it's going to be a shorter person with a less defined bosom and a less defined lower portion of the body. You know, okay. Yeah, no hips. Region. So So things are going to be cut different in those types of stores. Also, not everything is going to work for your body
0: shape. And you have to be a little patient and kind of relearn what works on your body. You know, they say 10 pounds is said to equal a pant size, but that doesn't always apply because everyone loses weight differently. You might lose all your weight in your stomach, but then you still have these thighs that are a little more ample so maybe you aren't down a full size, even though you've dropped 10 pounds. Even if you've dropped 20 pounds, you might not be down that one size. I guess there's not really a scientific formula for sizing. and it's a, it's a lot of guesswork, and you definitely cannot be afraid of the dressing room if if you're going
1: in after you've had any type of body change. This is, you know, weight gain, weight loss, pregnancy, all that sort of stuff. Like anytime there's body change, you should not be afraid to go into the dressing room and try on 10 different things because it changes your perception of yourself. It changes the way that color schemes and patterns look on you. It, it changes everything from top to
0: bottom. So the first question I got from at KVSG on Instagram. I posted on our Instagram at Weight Loss 101 blog that we were going to be talking about shopping after weight loss surgery. And if y'all had any questions or comments, to so definitely shout us out and we try to get to your question today. And at KVSG wants to know why are sizes so different? She can go to Old Navy and she's one size, but then she's Another size in another store? Is it what you were talking about earlier where different retailers target different age demographics? That's part of it. And then also, we have to remember that these numbers,
1: these sizes, 246A, you know, all of them, they're all made up. They were made up by retailers a long time ago um, to make women less anxious when shopping to make them feel better. Because if if you actually actually took your waist measurement, it might be a two-digit number, even for somebody who's a size two. And so retailers made those numbers up a long time ago. So they are really just made up numbers. And that's there's really no regulation on what a size 2 or a size 10 is in the market. So not only do you have the problem of different retailers geared towards different demographics, you have the problem that each retailer, these sizing charts are completely different because they're all made up by the retailer.
0: So as someone who had surgery or someone who's lost weight, would you suggest going into the store is the best option? Because online shopping is great. You could be in your pajamas. You could just click and say, oh, I think I'm this size and I think this might look good on me. I'm going to order it. Do you think that it's better to stay away from online shopping until you get to know your new body a little better?
1: It's definitely an easier option,
0: but don't be afraid to
1: online shop as long as you've got a tape measure. Take those real measurements of your waist and your hips and upper body. Most online retailers offer a way that you can match up those measurements to the size that you would need. So
0: you're saying use the sizing chart? Yes, use the sizing chart. (laughs) And use a tape and get actual numbers. Don't put down some, you know, assume like you did with your driver's license on your weight. Exactly. So I'm still afraid to online shop and I kind of have an idea of where I fall sizing wise. Another question, you know, we talk about these non-scale victories in the weight loss community, which is it's not necessarily the pounds lost, but it's something physical. Like finally you could wear those tall boots that you couldn't wear or you could cross your legs and that's a fabulous non-scale victory. But one thing that's a bit frustrating after you've lost weight, maybe you've put a lot of money into shopping at Lane Bryant and Torrid, and those stores are not cheap. So you've invested a lot of money in these clothes. Here they are all in your closet, but now they're starting to get bigger. Do you have any tips for our weight loss ladies on how you can make clothes? I mean, they're not falling off you, but they're starting to get baggy. How could you get a little more life out of those? Pinterest
1: is going to be your best friend.
0: Aha. Number one
1: pants there's not a whole lot you can do with jeans and slacks and stuff like that unless you want to get a they are the stretchy things that you would wear if you were pregnant but you would use them for the opposite result to hold the pants together but it might also create a baggy effect on the pants themselves so I would stay away (laughs) from trying to do this with pants Mm -hmm. but definitely with tops you could cinch them in the waist with a belt you can also do a cut and tie on the side if it's a plain t-shirt type thing and kind of even transform the t-shirt into a upside scale look. There's a lot of different things you can do with long t-shirts and tunic tops, sweaters. Even if a sweater is oversized, depending on how much weight you lost, you might still be able to get away under the oversized sweater trend. And then you know, if you can't make the item work and it's a higher caliber item, don't be afraid to go consign it. There are people who would be more than happy to buy that discounted at at a consignment store so that you don't have to hold on to it and then you have money
0: to go buy new clothes. There's also thrift stores. If you want to go and like it it requires a little more work and then there's used clothing stores here in charlotte you know we've got plato's closet Clothes mentor is a great one because they have size zero through 26 and then something else i found online clothing swap groups for weight loss people so maybe you've completely moved from size 16 18 and now you're moving into a 14 but someone else has moved down to a 10 and they still have their 14s you could get those and sometimes people will just make you pay the shipping which is fabulous Also, uh, one last tip that I have, and I think this is really big. You know, when you lose weight, you start to lose mass in your breasts. You start to lose your backside sometimes. I have a flat mass ass, and that's fine, and I accept it. But if you're wearing your bra that you wore when you were 20 pounds heavier or 40 pounds heavier, that's not going to give you a great look.
1: Yes, definitely having the right undergarments for things to give you that better shape and that fit better. Because if you've got, you know, bra cups that are sort of hanging off and the fabric is going in, them, that's not going to make you feel the most confident that you could feel.
0: I am a firm believer in layering something I get, and it's at JCPenney. They're like $11.99. They're the Worthington cami. They're like this... Seamless material, and they come in all different colors. And they really work great, put underneath a sweater just to kind of smooth everything out because uh, I'm not comfortable with people seeing the ripples that I have still in my belly.
1: One of the best tips is, is to get, like you said, a, a longer camisole. Make sure, you know, you can tuck it into your pants to create that sort of smooth, undershirt, seamless body to bottom fit. And then you can also go with higher waisted pants and get that same effect.
0: Most celebrities that you're going to see on the red carpet when they are walking, they are all wearing Spanx. They all have shapewear on. The thinnest celebrity still has flaws. They're still sucking it in to look the thinnest they can with that shapewear.
1: Well, and it's really hard to wear those tight hugging clothes and not have a bump or two. And that's completely fine. I think most women want that seamless appearance. And shapewear is not a negative. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It simply means that you're going for a certain look. And this is something extra, an undergarment you have to wear to
0: achieve it. I mean, I remember a time when every woman wore girdles. Or corsets. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Heather. So many great tips from you on dressing your new body as you lose weight after weight loss surgery. And even if you haven't had weight loss surgery, but you've lost weight, uh, the woman that's had a baby and then... You're, you're, you have a new body. There are different things. You just need to be patient. Relearn what works for your new body. It's an incredible journey, but it's also a tough journey. So just breathe and you will be okay. Heather, do you have Twitter handle? We can tweet you out if we have any more questions. It's just at Pink Radio Geek Sh- on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, just be patient. Connect with the Weight Loss Surgery 101 podcast online at WLS101blog on our website, weightloss101blog.wordpress.com. Music and sound effects Provided by audioblocks.com. This is a production of Radio Chick Productions, copyright 2016.